you are about to enjoy in It Takes Three Network Podcast. Welcome back to Let's Talk OC and OC Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And tonight we're kicking off the first of our bonus episodes. And what better way to go back to where we started from? Oh, California, here we come. Here, here we come. We're back <laughs> with a rewatch of the pilot. Oh, this was so good. It was, it was so it was my favorite episode, I think, of the entire series. That's just because I've seen it now three times, but like watching it over again, I'm like, wow, I love this show even more now Yeah, because we talked about it for two years, but you know. A little insight background for those of you who don't know, but I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you know this original air date of this episode was August 5th, 2003, written by Josh Schwartz and directed by Doug Lyman. Uh, I was reading to Liz before we went on how casting finished in March 2003 and the show aired in August of 2003. They were on it. So quick, quick. That's not a lot of time in between for filming and figuring out the logistics. Because usually a pilot is shot earlier, like we said, like nine, six to nine months, yeah. sometimes a year before. Then you have to sell it and all of that. But this was, it was just so good to go back and rewatch. And I said on stories today, because I was, I just wanted to update the peeps of what we were doing. I was like, it's been two years since we, I've watched the pilot, since you've watched yeah. the pilot. And yes, Which doesn't I've even seen feel it. like that. But yet it, it felt like a completely new episode. I know. Even though I've seen it. I've seen it before. Same. And what else, what other thing is wild is last time we watched it was with Ingrid. And I remember feeling on edge and so nervous. Like, is she going to like it? <laughs> that she would not like it. And I remember saying things like, oh, yeah, so it's a little corny around here. But, and I know you saw, you've seen this show. Tonight watching it with you, with the amount of love we have for this show, I was just like, this This pilot is so it's damn so good. It's so good. There is a pretty damn perfect pilot. And honestly, I think since we just got off of four finale as a whole for a series, it's so full circle. Yeah, it really is. Bookends. It's definitely so, so, so good. Very similar. The finale episode, you know, to the, to the pilot. So, and even stuff they reference. Yeah. Mail truck and, oh, trust fund kids and how they talk about Newport, how Seth is alone and how he, kind of it's going to be on his own in the in season four finale in some parts. Right, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. It's better than I remembered it to be. Yeah. For some reason. And like I remember the pilot. I'm like, oh, yeah, these things happen. But in the order of them happening, my brain is all jumbled. And then what happens after that's all jumbled. But watching it again, I'm like, wow, this is so solid. Right. And yeah. not corny. I do not find it to be corny whatsoever. Again, it's because I love this show so much. I don't want any, I don't know. I love critiquing things, right? So if yeah. someone were to watch this and they critique it, like, let's have a, a good conversation about it. Not like, oh, this totally sucks. This blows. Like, I don't want to hear that. Don't bring that negative energy. I don't think there's a person, though, that would that would say that this sucks. Yeah, I mean, sucks is a harsh word, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe it's not your cup of tea. You're like, okay, that storyline doesn't interest me. These characters I don't really get yet. But then to me, I'm like, I'm biased. I'm like, how do you not love these characters? Seth is the most the most tolerable I've ever watched him. I really enjoy him in the pilot. I wish I kind of felt that way more rewatching it. But like he's so entertaining. And then you see Kirsten, she's got that softer side. She's like, All right, the walls are coming down. And Sandy is like, Oh my God, the perfect person. The yeah. perfect dad. The guy who believes in this kid. Yeah, and then you see how shitty Ryan's life is, but then how pretty much he was, is grateful to the Coens. Like, oh, thanks so much, just at least for letting me stay the night. For a couple of days. Yeah, and the bond he already makes with Seth, and then clearly him and Marissa have this strong bond. It's like, yeah. it's good. And I was also saying to Liz, 
and I said it during commentary too. So if you're a patron of our network and you want to rewatch this episode with us, you can listen to it, uh, our commentary. How I thought in this episode, and this is how my memory goes, that we were going to have the scene where Kirsten says, oh, Ryan's going to stay with us now. I was mentally preparing myself to cry. That scene always makes me cry. That does not happen no, in this episode. No, but they do mention that in the finale episode, right? It's like Seth says, oh, you really see, you really have my back out there. Like the things that you're hearing as Ryan's walking and you hear Kirsten say, I thought we did like, oh, Ryan's going to Yeah, but I us. think that goes I back mean, to just a compilation of everything. Right. But yeah, I mean, it would make sense if she said it. Yeah. The other thing we noticed is Ryan carries Marissa three times in three this series. Times. <laughs> I totally forgot. Like I knew he carried her in when Summer and Holly leave her outside her house. But I forgot that iconic of him carrying her. We get that three times throughout this show. <laughs> it's really wow. funny, actually. It is when you think I mean, about it. In each way he's carrying her, they're all very serious and like Kinda depressing in dark. dark ways. But to the audience, they're like, oh, wow, she's been carried three times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a little baby. Yeah. It's a good trivia question, actually. I should have. Yeah. How many times has Marissa been picked up by Ryan and carried? Some other things to take note of as I wrote notes as we were watching. When the theme song plays, we get the whole song. We get the whole song. At least most of the song. Yeah. And it's not over any kind of title screen. It's just as the episode is playing, which you feel. It's like getting you ready (gasps) for this show, for this series. When Marissa and Ryan first meet, it's just... It's this. awkward. Ryan is really awkward. He's trying to do that. He's trying bad to boy. impress her, and she's like, "Okay, but also, but also, like, you're cute. I'm so intrigued. I get with it. You. Yeah. yeah, she's so super cool. Like, I'm even kind of commentary. I was like, wow, Marissa ends up being like the coolest character. She's. I'm sorry, so guys. Good. You know we're biased. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, we love Marissa. She's just so cool, and just their exchange of who are you whoever you want me to be she's like oh can i have a cigarette and they light and it's just so cool and And they're like as he's even like they're lighting hers like staring at each other (laughs) and he's like i stole a car and she's like you're that cousin yeah he's like trying to intimidate her like how's she gonna act uh the meeting between seth and ryan for the first time so great especially since getting off this and we just have talked about so much of how much we love their friendship yeah. and Seth playing video games and Ryan sits down and plays with him. And this is like the first time Seth actually has a friend. Yeah. And Ryan's like, yeah, we can play video games. Like what else do I have to do? Right. Oh, we can go sailing. That's really cool. You want to sail yeah. to Tahiti? That's awesome, dude. He thinks he's cool. And he says to Sandy, you know, your son's actually cool. And Sandy's like, well, someone thinks my son is cool. And don't don't you think... And a cool guy thinking his son is cool. It's cool. Well, not only that, but don't you think it's like, wow, Seth has been lonely for so long. And now finally someone takes an interest in my son and influences me. Of like, oh, yeah, I definitely want this kid to stay Be around. Here. Yeah. Yeah. The fashion show, <laughs> which we were just like, okay, Summer looks like she's so tiny. She looks like a baby. So young. They all look young. And that like walk with her arms like swinging behind her head, uh, behind her body. Really funny. Yeah. Uh, the the beach party, which you said if you were there, you'd want to be oh, there. Oh, hell yeah. It looks like so much fun. Ever since we were little. I mean, our f- favorite movie is Clueless. So we're always enamored by California yeah. teenagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially with those high school parties. Our parties were never like that. Never. I mean, they were fun. But like, this is wild. These are wild parties. Yeah, and the fact that, you know, it's hosted by a girl whose parents have a beach house. Like, go wild. Yep. You did a good thing for charity. <laughs> right. That's so true. Here you go. Uh, when Sandy helps Ryan tie a tie. Love this moment. I love this moment. We love this moment. And one point you did say while we were watching this, which I wanted to talk about on air, is... You had commentary on Jimmy and Kirsten. Yeah, I feel like as an audience member, you're like, oh, are they trying to set it up where maybe there's like some unfinished business there? Because you see Jimmy's marriage, his very shallow, vapid wife that's like getting me the pistachio ice cream. And Kirsten's like, are you all right? Like you can tell she obviously still cares about him. So it's like, oh, shit. 
maybe they wanted the audience to like think there was maybe an affair on the side or something like that. Like I could see that it would add more drama, more depth to the to the characters. Especially we have Seth tell Ryan how my my dad, my mom almost married Morris's dad. Yeah, and Sandy's like, no, that's not actually what happened, but we right. set it up there, right? And then we have Kirsten and Jimmy, and we see Jimmy have like Jimmy is sweating since day one. Day one, the suits He's are coming for pants. him. He's shitting his pants. He's hiding from the bureaucrats and the men. What does he say? The, the the suits. The suits. Yeah, and at the fashion show one of his friends makes like oh yeah like we're trusting you with all our money and gonna get make me a lot of money jimmy and he's like <laughs> and he goes to the bathroom out. and ryan sees it he's like oh shit this guy he's having a nervous breakdown i don't want to be a part of this world <laughs> is having a situation in the stall so i thought that was like i guess i didn't realize the first time of how much jimmy's like struggling yep from the yeah, beginning day one day yeah one. uh and then when Seth and Ryan, they have each other's... Well, no. Ryan has Seth's Seth back, back at the party because Summer's flirting and all over Ryan. Oh, wait, Did you wait, remember wait. this? Yeah, this is super cringy. Well, yeah, because of how we know things yeah, now. But just, yeah, and just Summer's character in general. She's so... Awful. Awful in the first episode. Yeah. Just awful. Luckily, she changes very soon. So quickly, yeah. I like to imagine that at Seth and Summer's wedding... When Ryan gives his best man speech, he tells this story. Yeah, of how Summer was trying to hit on him. And, and the first time <laughs> Summer and Seth actually met and yeah. the reason for it. And she did and he's the reason. Ryan yeah. is the reason. Like actually, yeah, we should be thanking Ryan. We should be thanking Ryan. Because Ryan came into town, Summer was like, I'm I'm into you. <laughs> I'm gonna play him I'm hot play and him cold. Hot and cold. Oh my god. And obviously Ryan is not interested. No. His eyes are somewhere else. Yeah. And Seth gets super mad because he thinks Ryan is trying to get with his girl. Right. And Summer's like, I don't even know you. Don't claim me as your girlfriend. This is weird. Right. Yeah. And then the whole scene where her and Holly leave Marissa, I forget about that. And then when I watched it again, it made me so pissed. It's like, girls, this girls. is very bad. Right. This is very, very bad. Yeah. What do you think about Luke in this episode? Because <sighs> we always typical. we miss Luke, miss Luke, but not this Luke. No, you know, like this summer and this Luke. I'm happy to know how they turn out, but like they're awful. Even Julie. Oh, Julie's awful. But she, I feel like she was just very uh, a very small part in the episode yeah we focus more on like the kids but yeah they're just awful luke is luke is understandable right it's like uh, i i see someone trying to take my girlfriend but he also goes to hook up but with someone goes, else yeah and it's like not that marissa it's almost to me like marissa kind of knows about it not that she does, but it's like she has this air about her like that her and Luke are like not that serious, even though later on they they are. Right. But in the first episode, to me, it would be like, oh, Marissa could go either way. Like she'll she could break up with Luke really quick and be with Ryan. Yeah. But obviously, we know that doesn't happen just yet. Yeah. I love that after the party and the next morning, obviously, obviously, Seth has a bruise and he's hung over and Kirsten's really pissed off. She he put, owns up to it. He owns up to it. Oh, he's yeah. never done like that, anything like that in his life. This is the best night of his life. But he's in his room. He's tired and he's sleeping and napping. And Ryan comes in to say goodbye. And I just love Sleepy Seth. I yeah. felt he played this role so, so yeah, well. Yeah, he's great. And, you know, Ryan's like, I got to go. I got to go take care of things. And he's like, all right, you know, we'll hang out. I'll come to Chino. Ryan's like, sure you are. <laughs> and they go to shake hands and Seth brings him in for a hug. And then Ryan doesn't know what to do and he, he does eventually hug him but then he slaps him with the map. Yeah, because Very Seth cute. gives him the map of like, oh, hey, hey, if you ever find some place on the map, we can go. So cute. And it just, again, because you know where these characters end up, you're like, oh, I'm putting so much weight into so every much. little moment so much. these two have. Yeah, I loved that scene. Yeah. So we got a couple of emails. Oh, cool. I'm going to start with Lexi. She says, rewatching the pilot after the whole series, I realized a few different things. 
Ryan's hair gets a season one comeback, and I'm so here for it. Also, the iconic scene where his face fades in the hills of Orange County with California playing in the back is great. Yeah. I love to see how instant Ryan and Seth's friendship took off in the pilot. After watching the whole series, it was nice to go back and dissect how they acted when they first met, like we just talked about. I think this is what makes the pilot so good because it shows how two guys from totally different worlds could come together and be friends immediately. Right. And like not know any anything about each other no history no reputation even though seth kind of is like oh this guy's a bad kid maybe but also and then gets to know him and he's like oh he's not that bad and also wow this kid one thinks i'm cool two wants to talk to me and then you know the fact that seth you can see him starting to do his ramble thing yeah how he's like okay should i tell summer about tahiti like i'm finally on summer's radar what do you think ryan's like not yet he's like yeah right you're right not yet not yet so already ryan is like just just chill. But also, it's like, wow, I finally have a sounding board. I finally have a friend to it's bounce true. ideas off of so with. True. It's just so good. Uh, she says, I noted how little interaction Ryan and Marissa had in the first episode. I always remember them having a special bond by the end of the pilot. They look like they were longing for each other, despite hardly exchanging any conversation at all. It's very true. They really never needed words. They were always connected sort of like love at first sight you could see how although they both come from different worlds they're both so broken in their own way absolutely and that's a brought them together together. yeah definitely i think another thing that was surprising was how much i don't care for julia summer's character at the beginning of course regressing their development all the way back to the beginning is so weird to go from watching them develop into amazing people in the last episode of the series to watching them be pretty awful in the pilot just shows how much they change and grow as people a hundred percent agree so true lexi Thank you. She also you. sent her top five and bottom five, which I'll read when we read ours. Yeah. Jillian. Jalonsai. She says that somehow original Trey is even more skeezy. Yeah. Oh, he's worse than the newer Trey. Which is so hard to say because they're both disgusting. Sucks. Yeah. No, this Trey is like the epitome of trash. Yeah. <laughs> Where our newer Trey is like still complete tr- trash, but he has more of like that. Um, <laughs> more of like a character, like a, more of an interesting flair yeah, in a way. Yeah, flair. This guy has it. no flair. He's just basic B, boring. Right. I mean, bad. We just see him. We just see him steal the car with Ryan and be like, "Baby yeah. brother, you got to know how to do this." That's it. And that's the last we see. Right. Of no, him. I mean that's the last we see of this guy. For a long time. Until Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. I love how Sandy believed in Ryan from the minute he met them. I'm assuming you don't plan on coming back is a bold statement. Sandy, your mom was a social worker, not an alcoholic, who can't hold down a minimum wage job and dates a string of horrible men. Please stop comparing yourself to Ryan. (laughs) Right. Because we're we're cut from the same cloth, dude. I get where you're coming from. It occurs to me how improbable it is that it would be that dark when Sandy and Ryan get to the house given how bright it was when Sandy picked him up and that 30-mile distance between Chino and Newport, but we wouldn't get that great shot of Ryan squinting into the sunlight and taking the luxury otherwise. Uh, I guess that's true. Ah, the early days of Seth and Ryan, the shot of the first time Ryan saw Seth that used in the finale. Seth and Ryan start from a place of mutual acceptance. You're telling me they aren't the OTP. Well, it's like, well, you know. (laughs) I shared with you, Jillian. Yeah. totally the OTP. Shout out to Tish for pointing out the waiter is one of the gay guys in the series yeah. finale. You really notice how accurate the writers were when they said tragedy was written into her DNA. A hundred percent. Marissa's inanimate body on the ground really sets up her character. It does. It's almost like bone chilling to see her laying on the ground and then you see her laying on the ground two more times in the season, in the series, I should say. And you're like, Wow. From the start, the writers were like, this girl is, this she's is going to have a, pa- a bad path. She finishes with, still think it's wrong to kill her, though. That shot of her standing at the end of the driveway that they play again in the finale. With the sunburst, so like, just hitting yeah. her. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, Jillian. Thank you. As promised, and much, much discussed, Liz and I. I'm really excited. <laughs> have made our top five, bottom five lists along with our OTP, our favorite ship, and then honorable mentions and shits we love. These are the, This is the template I came up with yeah. that I posted on our Patreon. I did mine, like, sl- not not different. Okay. But in the honorable mentions, I did top 
honorable mentions and bottom honorable mentions. So like the top people that I still enjoy and then the bottom people that are shit, but I didn't include them in my bottoms. Does that make sense? Like I'm mentioning them because they're shit, but like I didn't put them in my bottom five. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does make sense. I like it. So how about you start? Because I'm super curious. (sighs) I have my... And she wrote it on a piece of paper. (laughs) We will post this because this is like... It's like a little Bible right here. It is. Yeah. (laughs) I'll do my whole top five. Okay. No surprise, Marissa's number one. Ryan is number two. Sandy, number three. Kirsten, number four. Julie, number five. So say that again. And we have we have Marissa, Ryan, Sandy, Kirsten, Julie. And now number five spot was so tough for me. I really was toying between Summer and Julie. And my gut just kind of leaned a little bit towards Julie more. So interesting that there's no Taylor on there. No Taylor. But she is an honorable mention. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Can I give my reasons? Yes, of or course. Or would you like to go? No, no, no. Okay. I want you to re- give your So reason. Marissa, obviously I said no surprise. I feel like she had probably the most interesting character development, best storylines, most mature teen on the whole show, always putting others before herself. Ryan, similar reasons, right? Like always putting people before himself, allowed the Coens to like, show him unconditional love and then he showed them the same like towards the end and really opened up sandy i mean duh like the greatest dad on television if one of them if not the greatest dad on television and always there for the moral support and the advice you know and and no one's perfect i don't i don't blame him for the things that he's chose in his path yeah same with kirsten Best moral compass on the show. I feel like she just always, like, I always agreed with pretty much besides the whole, you know, the Carter situation. Not going to get into that. Again, nobody's perfect. There are reasons why that happened as well. Um, But, like, for such, she's such a warm person for growing up in such a cold environment. Mm -hmm. And I just find that that she just, like, went above and beyond. And she has a great work ethic. And now my last spot, Julie. It was like, Julie or Summer, Julie or Summer. I don't know. And I picked Julie because I honestly felt her the most enjoyable to watch. Her storylines, as much as they were ridiculous, I'm like, this character is so fun, so out there, so just embodies just this, like, fire. I just love her energy. And she she decided to put her children first in the end. And her character development was was pretty beautiful. And I was really happy with it. I love that. Thank you. It's a great list. But Summer was really, 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 really close. Really, really close. So. I'm excited. My top five. I have Marissa, Seth, Ryan, Sandy, Julie. Wow. Uh, My fifth spot, same thing as you. Really? I struggled hard with Julie and Summer. Yeah, because their characters are almost the same they go through huge character development really shallow in the beginning and then ultimately find what makes them happy and they go with it yeah and like find themselves yeah very just very similar yeah so number one marissa for obvious reasons i mean this whole podcast pretty much explains why i love marissa so much but from this time around just watching She's definitely the most mature teen. She is. I think also just the bad rep of her and how she's the worst and how she's irresponsible or how she gets Ryan into these instances where he has to save her all the time. He he puts himself in those. Yeah. You know. And she had the storylines when she's on screen. I want to watch it. Me and I want to watch her. And, and I enjoy and her. There's definitely something missing when she's not there. Yes, there is. Yeah. Number two is Seth. And no I surprise. Sh- and no I surprise. struggled with this one, too, because, you know, we had a lot to say about Seth during this, Our this rewatch. rewatch. But for strict, strictly nostalgic purposes, I will 
always love Seth Cohen, especially rewatching this pilot. Yeah. I was like, this is a kid who I just from day one was hooked. And I'm like, I have to see what happens with him. Number three is Ryan. And it's the same exact reason for number two. And at a time, I was like, these could go interchangeable. Yeah. Ryan could be number two. Seth could be number three. But then I was like, well, no. Top notch. I was like in love with Seth Cohen. Yeah. You have so to he do has it to for, be number two. For the nostalgic purpose. But Ryan, really, this show would not be the show without Ryan. No. And I honestly think that this show, I've said it before, like this show is Ryan. It's a Ryan story. It's his story of him meeting the Cohens and everyone else getting to know him in the town of Newport and him really developing into this person who never knew what like a real family was and they gave that to him. Yeah. So I think it's a, it's a very Ryan centered world. Yeah. Number four is Sandy. <sighs> Sandy Cohen for just the ultimate TV dad, his coolness, his jokes, the Jewishness that comes <laughs> I out. I love it. I love it. The eyebrows, the support. It's just Surfer so Sandy. Surfer Sandy. No, I know. He's so great. He really is. And then number five was Julie. For all the reasons you said, but ultimate, I think her development and watching her development for me was more it. It's like I'm proud of Summer and I'm proud of Julie, but watching Julie get there was more entertaining to me. Yes. Agreed. Or enjoyable. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And especially for an adult to reach that. Like you hope that someone younger will evolve, but Julie was already an adult. It doesn't say you can't have to stop that, a, no, evolving. You're absolutely right, right. As an adult, but and Julie, I just there's just some things about her where I'm like I can't describe it. It's almost like these gut feelings. How I feel about Marissa. It's how I feel about Julie. Yeah. Okay. Bottom. Bottoms. Five. Go ahead. Okay. Bottom five. Number one. Trey. Got to put him first. Worst sibling. Never can get it together. He literally is the weakest human being emotionally and like i mean physically no but mentally he has no willpower he is like the a weakling and it's just so you just get so mad watching him because he destroys so many people's lives yeah in the process of him not getting his shit together number two jack fucking hess the biggest dick but the biggest dickhead on the show period literally period you are a shithead. I hate you, Jack Hess. More than I hate Trey, but I feel like Trey deserves a number one spot. Yeah. Jack Hess, you're a dick. You're a, just, you're a miserable man who treats children like shit and you should not be in the educational system because you're an asshole. Number three is Jess because, oh my God, just go away. You just never went away. It was just, you were so manipulating and just so selfish and so annoying and just way too dramatic. I was like, get this girl out of here. Number four, Charlotte. Biggest manipulator on the show. You got to give her props for it, though. You got to give her props. I almost put her in shits we love, but I never considered her to be someone who I liked watching. But you got to give her props for when props are due. And Rebecca Bloom, number five, just girl, bye. Girl, bye. Just get out of here. You ruined my life with that. <laughs> Rebecca Bloom. <laughs> For a hot second, I was like, wow, we have the same exact people. Oh, my God. Is their last one different? Well, no, it's a different order. Oh, okay. Okay. So number one is Trey for me because he is a shitbag of a human being. Yes. And a lot of times, right, when we watch characters and when they're damaged, we can understand, right? And we try to justify and we can try yeah, to see and, from and their Yeah, we did part. try and do that with Trey. Yeah, but Trey very hard. really... With the whole thing with Marissa and oh my I mean, I guess in the end he did the right thing. He did. But sort of. He ran away, I just but hate Trey. Yeah. Number two is Hess. Oh my god, yes. Because he's a fucking asshole. He's such and an asshole. You don't have an affair with a student. No. Nah. Besides all the things of like just being manipulative and taking abuse of his power, but he sucked. Number three is Lindsay. Ah, uh, yes. I The wet noodle. I did not include her. The wet noodle. I did, <laughs> did not care for her at all. I thought she was boring and she was so dramatic and just not even like the good dramatic. Just, no. Just like you didn't need to be there. No. <laughs> Next up was Jess. Yeah. Because she was so dramatic also, oh. but in the most, un like, she just was doing nothing stop. for this storyline. No. 
you need to go. And the way she manipulated drove me crazy. Yeah, and also she had to do a try. So just bringing her in, that means yeah. we're bringing Trey in. And I can't, I can't do it. Right. And then number five is Charlotte. Yeah. Because Charlotte was so evil. Oh my God, she was so conniving. Yet one of my favorite scenes was when Julie told her off. Oh, me too. And how there's only oh. room for one bitch in this town. I loved that. I enjoyed watching that whole It was mysterious, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, what's she up to? What's her motive? And we're seeing her and lurking in the shadows, like, wait, why is she supposed to be evil? It's interesting. But yeah. then I feel like it goes on a little bit too long where Kirsten doesn't know what's up. And then she gets Julie involved with her, which is not good because at that point Julie is trying to make a turnaround and she's really manipulating her there. And finally, luckily, Julie does admit the truth and she says, bitch, get out of town. Like, it's me. You're, you know, get out. And right. Uh, yeah, she's awful. Awful. But but entertaining. But, yeah. You know. But just not good. Okay. Honorable mentions. Okay. So I have my top honorable mentions. So these are the people that I just enjoyed throughout the the whole entire series in no particular order. But I did put Summer first because I felt like her growth We've talked about this the whole, you know, all the time, and I really did toy with putting her in my my top five. I I do love her as a character. Um, I have Haley. She's a good time. You love she's Haley. Good times. We love yeah. Haley, and like she did mature in the end. She figured it all out. Luke, another uh, matured beautifully, and another uh, another person who developed really nicely. Taylor, got to give it to her. Great energy. Really, everyone who she came in contact with, she did make an impression mm-hmm. on them, and she's just. She is a good. She's a good person. Um, Seth, nostalgia purposes. Even watching him in this episode, I liked him even more. I'm glad he even made a list. Yeah, no, he made the list. I felt like I was doing him a disservice if I didn't, and not not like I didn't want to include him. I did. Like I felt like no, Seth is the OC. You know, um, Anna, because great energy again. Alex loved Alex, and I did put the bullet. <laughs> Hey, listen. The Towards the end, I was like, you know what, Bullet? You're you're okay in my book, dude. You're okay. You're okay. I like that. I like that Bullet major list because I know, especially funny. in the end, he really was there for Julie. He was there for Caitlin. I love their relationship. Yeah, I could have put him on Shits We Love. But yeah. ultimately, in the end, I feel like maybe he wasn't so shitty. No. So my honorable mentions were Summer because of, yeah, uh, like words that you said, Taylor. She came so far. So far. I mean, when we first meet her. We got to give it to her. She was not the greatest. No. But then she just wanted to be accepted and you see her past and yeah. her home life, her family is awful. I mean, we had a whole section Taylorism. Obviously, oh, no. we I love mean, Taylor. we love Taylor. Yeah. I just, I really did enjoy mostly everything that involved her. And I think she did bring a lot of fun to season four. Yeah. I mean, without we, her. We, we would have need, we needed something. Uh, Anna. Yeah. I love when Anna comes into the picture. I love how she does give Seth confidence. And, you know, it's shitty how Seth does treat Anna and Summer at the same time, juggling two girls. He does, but to back him up, it's like kind he's of learning never, curve, right? Yeah, he's never had to deal with women. And then the, the love of his life, the one that he's been pining over for years, finally, finally shows an interest in him. But then again, she's not really. So he kind of has to find the next best thing, which is Anna, which, right. and they were great together, but ultimately, you know, too he, similar. Yeah. Too. He, he always had his eyes for summer. And then the last one I have is Alex because I <sighs> loved Alex. She was so cool. I think that's why one of the main reasons why I love season two. Me too. For the Alex storyline. Yeah, no, she had great, surrounding storyline when she was yeah. on the screen that's when we first got the bait shop and like oh, gosh her and seth even though that was weird and, but then, her and, marissa. and then her and marissa and it's I just loved. yeah i really i really loved her and marissa me too that was one of my favorite plots of season two yeah okay shits we love shits we love actually i'm gonna do my honorable mentions for the bottom oh first. sorry sorry because i don't want to forget to mention jack harper mm-hmm. piece of shit mm. veronica worst mother yeah che Go away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taryn shall be at. <laughs> no, we can do our shits we love. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Shits we love. I just have Oliver, Jimmy, Caleb. I have Oliver, Luke, Jimmy, Caleb. Oh, okay. You put Luke in there. I see what you got, where you're going. Luke evolved, and I don't mean to put him as a shit, because I could, he was, I was teetering between my honorable mention. He could be an honorable mention. Yeah. But, 
Definitely Oliver, Caleb, and Jimmy. I will always have a small spot for Jimmy. Yeah, we, we talk about this all the time. You guys think we're a broken record. But he is a shit father. We are not giving him the award for greatest father of the year. Not even like decent father of the mm-hmm. year. He's not. Mm-mm. But to see Tate on the screen as Jimmy, his dynamic with Julie and his children and Sandy and Kirsten, it's like... You gotta love this guy. He's just this like this stupid guy. I can't explain it. Like he's just like this little puppy that you're like, ah, he's all right. Oh, Jimmy. I think also just his nostalgic OC. Yeah, like, he's original so OC, and we always say that Caleb is original OC. Yeah, and I think also because I, when I was preparing for our trivia, I went and watched the Thanksgiving episode of season one, which is so good. And we have I forget that Jimmy and Marissa live together. Yeah, she you know? started living with him when he moved out. Right. And how he's just like kiddo and yeah, I, I just you know. He does it's uh, just good. He he's blah. a war- he's a warm person. When he's he got a lot of warmth. Be, when he can be Yeah, when he can be there. He's just never there. He's not there for his family. And he just should never went into finances. No, he's not good with money. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, so next we have OTP and ship. Yeah, I think our OTP is probably the same. Ryan and Seth. Ryan and Seth. Yeah, I the, mean, they're the core of the show. Ultimate OTP. I love friendship. Friendship over everything. And just to watch these two evolve and just yeah. be there for each other. And from day one, yeah, like we said, one. and like you guys said in your emails, truly the OTP. Yes. Your ship. This is my favorite ship. That's what you was asking of me. My favorite ship is Sandy and Kirsten. My favorite ship is Seth Amar. I could have assumed that. I tr- I struggled with this, though. I struggled with it, too. Uh, but I chose Seth and Summer because I feel that we get to see them start from the very beginning and see where they end up. Yeah, we see the entire spectrum of their relationship on the show. And I love the fact that they were such opposites and they are such opposites, but they do complement each other. I was going to say they're actually they're, but they're also very similar in a lot of ways. Like, yes, in their, I guess the person, maybe interests are not the same, but like personality wise, they hold a lot of like the similar qualities with their, yeah. Silliness and right. I just, I can't deny it. I love me since Seth and summer. And as much as I love Marissa and Ryan, they're not the ship. Seth and Summer okay. are my personal ship. Yeah. I just, I I also do, I do enjoy Seth Amar as much as I ranted about them the entirety of the show. But they really are like the couple. That, yeah. Yeah. When you think of the couple of the, of the OC, it's Seth and Summer. I mean, for most people, I know there's a lot of controversy yeah. out there. Yeah. With, uh, it's either Ryan and Marissa or Seth and Summer, which it's like, let's just have them all, guys. Yeah. Let's all be all. one big happy family. Right. Um, But I just... There's something about Sandy and Kirsten that the the comfort there, and obviously we know they've been married for a lot of years, and so that's why that's there. But just the way that even after everything and there was those bad times, they still were like, no, we we love each other. Let's make it work. And I just, it's really beautiful. Yeah. Just Sandy's great on his own and Kirsten's great on, on her own and they come together and they're just so great. And even in this first episode when, She's like, I was 22 and I we were living in a mail truck. And he's like, yeah, but you married me. Like, we're we're, we're just two peas. We know? were fun. So cute. Yeah, we, we, were fun. we were fun. It was us. And yeah. yeah, like definitely different than where she grew up. She ended up going to Berkeley and was like, oh, this is a different world. And find Sandy, who's completely different than, you know, her world, her father yeah. and everything that happened there. So, yeah. Yeah. I just like that. I'm going to read Jillian, Lexi, and Vic's top, top and bottom. bottom five. I'll start with Jillian. She says, the shits we love, Oliver, Luke, and Julie. Yeah. OTP, Seth, and Ryan, their friendship defines the show. As they said in season one, episode five, united we're unstoppable, but divided people get shot. <laughs> Favorite ship. The most dynamic couple was Ryan and Marissa. Seth and Summer could get pretty boring, especially since they were so clearly meant to be. Yes, agreed. And Sandy and Kirsten drama always depressed me. I also agree. I always rooted for Ryan and Marissa. They had each other's best interests in mind and didn't feel the need to play games with each other, even when they were apart. Yeah. They were really nice to each other's partners, too. Luke doesn't count. No. Because they wanted each other to be happy. Justice for Marissa. 
Definitely. No, they uh, they were they ended up being two extremely mature friends. Yes. That when they weren't together, there really wasn't this like <clears throat> you kiss that guy or I'm jealous of that. Like they were just like happy for each other. I tell I think Liz, if you ever are like I need to put something on in the background, put Thanksgiving episode on. Oh. And just admire how Marissa acts when she meets Teresa for the first time. And she's a saint. And she's, she's an like, oh, oh, you're his ex-girlfriend? And Teresa's like, I was the girl next door. And Marissa's like, me too. Oh, I'm the girl next door. <laughs> yeah. And she just stays inside, helps them cook. She looks at the Snoopy picture while Ryan's outside with, you no, know, she's, the brother. She's wonderful. She's just totally cool. She's like, nope, this is, I'm not cool threatened. Cool cute. I know, I'm fine with this. That's like, that takes a lot of us. Most mature teen, as we say. Yeah. Much respect. Which it's like when you see her parents, you're like, wait, how did she get like that? <laughs> I know. It's true. Yeah. Okay. So Lexi's top five, Ryan, Marissa, and she goes, Marissa and Ryan are pretty tied mm-hmm. for nine and yeah, two. Yeah, I get that. Number three is Seth. He might be annoying, but he's hilarious. I can't help but love him. Number four is Summer, the best character development. And number five is Sandy. Yeah. Great list. Honorable mentions. Kirsten, Julie, Anna, Taylor. She helped Ryan find himself again. Definitely. Luke also Puka because even when we hated him, he was still fun to watch. A hundred percent. Definitely agree. Bottom five. Johnny. Oh. We love Johnny. Sorry, guys. Justice for Johnny. We're literally a broken fucking record. (laughs) No, she says, Johnny, he is the bottom because I just didn't like his character. So many problems caused the whole storyline with Marissa. I just didn't care for him. I agree. Valid. Lindsay. Totally. Sadie, unpopular opinion, uh, <laughs> but I couldn't stand her. She's not a girl's girl. No, she's definitely not a girl's girl. Definitely I not. totally get what you're saying there. Trey, the reason why Marissa even met Volchuk and created this whole mess. Definitely, because she was searching for something different and wrong in her life. Volchuk, he killed my favorite character. He sucks. Yeah. See, we didn't even include him. Mm-mm. As much as he is shit. He's shit. He is shit, but I don't love him. But I don't love to hate him, and I don't hate to hate him. No, same, same. <laughs> Honorable mention, she says, I removed Teresa because watching back, she really had Marissa's back in season two. Yes, Teresa. Yeah. I always enjoyed Teresa. Me too. I just don't think about her. No, I know. But when she's on screen, I'm like, oh, yeah, you were pretty good. Yeah, she wasn't bad. But she says, Rachel. Rachel. Rebecca. Che, same as Johnny, he's just a dud, though Johnny pissed me off way more. Yeah. Dean Hess and Caitlin. Caitlin. Which is funny. You never you didn't put Caitlin on your list. I almost I had Lexi. I had Lexi. <laughs> wow. I had Caitlin on my bottom five. And then you took her off. I took her off. She's just like we didn't necessarily need her character at all. No. Which is sad to say. It really is. Because as far as the Coopers go, like Marissa and, and Julie, those are the Coopers. You know, like they, they're the ones who really have these storylines and make a difference. And it's like Jimmy and Caitlin. It's, it sucks to say it, but like we could have completely done without them. Yeah. And yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, shits we love. Oliver. He was the best, worst character. Definitely. I Love the running joke about him throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, me too. And then OTP, Ryan and Marissa. Favorite ship, Ryan and Seth. Friendship, obviously, the best brothers on TV. Would you pick Aww. Ryan, Seth over Luke and Nathan? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, I would too. Because Luke and Nathan, towards like the middle to end of the show, I mean, obviously we know for uh, for other reasons why they weren't as close there wasn't really a character there to be close to you know right 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 so i don't know i mean like again i know it's been a long time since i've watched one trail so it's hard for me to remember the relationship but i feel like no it's seth and we got more friendship and brothership in this show no this is definitely like two boys yeah. Who become men together and oh, brothers. I love you that. know? Yeah. And they they're family. And as much as Luke and Nathan are family too, it's it's just different. Yeah. And then last but not least, we have Vic at Music on Instagram. She sent us her top five and bottom five lists. Her top five. Number one is Ryan. Number two is Taylor. Number three is Sandy. 
Number four is Summer. Number five is Kirsten. Great list. Bottom five, these people annoyed, angered me. Number one is Trey. Yep. Number two is Lindsay. <laughs> number three is Rebecca. Number four is Dean Hess. Number five is Charlotte. Yep. Yeah. Solid. Honorable mentions, Marissa, Julie, Seth, Luke, Anna, Alex. The shits we love, Oliver, Jimmy, Caleb. Yeah, my list. <laughs> OTP, Ryan and Taylor. Favorite ship, the brothers, Seth and Ryan. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah, so this was, I can't believe we finally have our list. I know. I felt like this day would never come. And I feel really, really happy with mine. Me too. Yeah, and I feel like because we had the honorable mentions and the shits we love and et cetera, I feel like it's complete. Like, I didn't miss anyone Everyone got a category that I cared about. And so what I did was I went on IMDb and I literally printed the entire cast list. And mind you, there are people that have only been in one episode, uncredited, whatever it was. And I was like, oh, what what am I doing? So I literally took like the first page, which had the bulk of all of the characters that we know and love. And I was like, okay, these are the characters that are in it the most. Let me put them in like these categories. And so I was like, do I feel something positive? Yes. And regardless of if they were a shit bag, you know, like Oliver, I'm like positive. It's still positive. I'm putting you in that little bubble of positivity. And then that's how I kind of made my list. Wow. Yeah, and I went like with my my initial gut was like, no, Marissa is number one. She's And it was hard when we first started the show. I was like, no, Ryan's going to be my number one. But I put him number two. Yeah. He's number two. Yeah. I know. I've. Just the same thing. Like, I knew number one was Marissa. Yeah. And I knew number five was Julie. I just didn't know if I was going to put Summer somewhere. In there, yeah. I didn't know if she was going to replace Sandy. I was like, no. I, it's kind of, I thought of the characters. I'm like, what is my gut feeling? That's exactly what, what I what did. What am I feeling? And it's like that little, yeah, no, like Seth's got to be two. They push you Ryan's got to be three. Yeah. 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 And like, it's... It, nothing against summer like we love no. summer it's i know just, like, you so almost weird. feel bad but then i'm like well number six would probably be summer, summer. it would be summer if i had Definitely. a top 10 top 10 one through six summer would be in the sixth spot yeah and then maybe like al like alex anna you know that's probably it though you know when you think <laughs> oh well, seth maybe seth will like be on like my top, 10 <laughs> yeah the top characters it's kind of like I want to put Oliver in there because yeah. it made the storyline so good and Luke made it so good. There's just these dynamic characters that drove storylines yes. and made it fun to watch every week. Right. But then there's characters like Lindsay and Johnny that didn't drive storylines. And then you just feel and bad then for you just Johnny. Feel bad. I mean, I feel bad for Lindsay too. Like, like uh, you know, she's, she's just blah. Did anyone ship Ryan and Lindsay? I know Will was in love with Yeah, Lindsay. but that was just like strictly aesthetic of who what she looked like but i don't know if there's anyone in this world that that will ship Lindsay and ryan together like otp ryan and Lindsay. yeah i would love to meet this person if they if If you're that person holler at us please yeah it's almost like almost like the same thing with sadie (laughs) it's like you were a big fan i was a big fan of sadie first watch the second watch, I was like, whoa, we are really stretching this. This is too quick for me. Funny how intense Brian's feelings were for her. It's like, whoa, dude, are you like deflecting? Man. Yeah, like that mm-hmm. you're not with like Marissa. I, I was like, whoa, this is too much yeah. for me. And yeah. I'm glad that I rewatched because I would have been this person all the time being like, yeah, Sadie and Ryan. <laughs> But then again, I was like, yes, uh, Taylor, Taylor and Ryan. Ryan. And then when all said and done, I was like, you know what? No, they were great for their time. So if you had to pick someone to watch, not perfect for Ryan. I'm not saying end all be all. And all of his relent- romantic relationships. Which ones did you enjoy the most? Which the most entertaining? Well, Marissa. I mean, yeah, Marissa and Taylor. is a, It's a toss up. Like, who would I really pick first? I think I would pick I think I would pick Taylor. I would just because I feel like they had a a more mature relationship as much as I, that's a really loose term because towards the end I was like, please shut the fuck up. You guys sound so silly and so ridiculous. Uh, But I guess because they were older and they're kind of like, they helped find each other and themselves. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but I I love Marissa by herself. I love Ryan by himself. I do love I Ryan nev- and Marissa. It's funny, though. I never ship them, but then it's kind of like this re watching the pilot, I was like, I kind of want this a little bit. No, you but this pilot sets it. it up so well where but, you're like, oh, But no, I never I'm did rude. in the in the past because I was so used to watching it like we watched each episode I and I was like, Oh well, Marissa, you know, whatever. I don't really feel that. But in this third time watching the pilot, I guess knowing what I know now and my love for Marissa, I was like, you know what, I could I could feel it. You f- look at what they say to each yeah. other. The eyes given, the lines they give to each yeah. other. How you I liking know. it here? I can get more trouble in from where I'm fun. You have oh, no idea. Yeah. I mean, this like flirtation. So flirty, so flirty. Like I need, I have to watch the episode too. But in a way where it's like, this is like, this would never happen to you or me. You know, no. like this random well, I'm not bad smooth guy. Like well, that. no, exactly. But it's just like, wow, these two are like, on the same level with that. Yeah. Again, when we yeah. started this podcast, I was so nervous because I didn't know if Ingrid would like it. And we all <laughs> we have found different out she tastes. Didn't. <laughs> oh yeah, we found out we didn't. It wasn't the show for Ingrid. She it just she didn't like it. But every week I'm like, man, I'm like on edge because I don't want her to not like this show. Right. Well, this is your baby. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's like if someone came to me and was like, no, I want to tell you why I don't like it, X, Y, Z, and not just not explain it. Right. Just be like, oh, no, I'm bored with it. Right. No, if they give valid reasons on to on why. Kind of like, kind of like how I feel with Gossip Girl. But there's a part of me who, like, I really <laughs> enjoy Gossip Girl. Like, I, yeah. I really do. So I will bring my colorful commentary. Yeah, there's, there's a whole other aspect to watching Gossip Girl. So honestly, if... You know, we weren't podcasting about it. We wouldn't be no. in length discussing no, no, um, anything that's happening on that show. But yeah, yeah, it's just different. It's different just worlds. different. Yeah. But thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, girls, for sending in your yeah, thank you emails and top five and bottom five. So, like we said, this is the start of our bonus content. We have a couple. Mm, we have a bunch, actually. I can't even put a number on it. Of bonus episodes coming your way yes each week until the end of the year yeah we're gonna sign off 2020 i know yeah so uh stay tuned for that uh a bunch of the episodes are going to involve our patrons so if you're into that head over to it takes three network.com and our patrons over there can fill out to be a guest spot on the episode they choose to be on so we'll let you know about that. Everything will be nicely organized. Don't yes. you worry. I know we've gotten some questions asking like, when is the episode for Marissa going to be open up so I can be a guest spot for that? Or I really would love to be on the episode about Seth. Don't you worry, guys. We will give you, we'll let you know. lots of warning. And of course, if you'd like to send us any questions and comments, feel free to email us. Let's talk OC at Gmail. Feel free to DM us on Instagram, DM us on Twitter. We're everywhere. Uh, 